This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Happy New Year, Cherries fans, and welcome to this latest episode here on Up the Cherries in All Departments. Now, of course, we do take a break from the Premier League, where we've been in fantastic form. Yes, we did lose against Spurs, but we didn't play too badly at all, did we? But we're playing in the FA Cup this weekend, and of course, we've got a trip to QPR and Loftus Road, a great ground to go to, um, and... We're looking forward to seeing, of course, Asmir Begovic, maybe even Steve Cook. Don't know whether or not he's going to be making an appearance, but we shall see. But QPR are in a little bit of a struggle themselves. They are second from bottom in the championship, um, have got some issues with FFP at the moment, and hopefully, fingers crossed, they will be able to pull themselves out of that and towards the right end of the table. There is one man, though, who we've had on before, who is a massive QPR fan. He is also a top referee. Refereed many, many Premier League matches throughout his career. You all know who he is. It is a pleasure to welcome back onto the show QPR fan Mark Halsey. Welcome back onto the show, Mark. How are you doing? Uh, okay, thanks, Craig. Uh, Merry, uh, Happy New Year to you. Hope you had a good Christmas. I yep. know that uh, I know that we didn't at, at Loftus Road. So uh, and, and your team are flying high, doing very well, aren't they? So it's good to see. We are. We we did have that defeat, you know, on New Year's Eve against Spurs. But at the same yeah, time, yeah. Listen, listen. You, did, you ain't had a bad Christmas, not like us. I mean, we had a great. Uh, we had a, got a great point at Ipswich, put in a great performance, and then we go. Um, Play Cardiff, and we are absolutely garbage, garbage. So we need to uh, step up on to the plat to the plate and uh, start getting some uh, get start getting some wins. Well, what I wanted to do was touch on QPR because, as you know, a lot of people may or may not know, you are a QPR fan. You've supported the side since you were a little boy. So absolutely, absolutely, and it's why well, is it. 
it's devastating to see what you know where we're at at the, at the moment. We've dropped into the bottom two after Sheffield Wednesday one at home to Hull, you know, beat Hull three one. They seem to be scoring lots of goals, as do Rotherham seem to be scoring goals. They're bottom, they're catching us as well. So, you know, we've got to, we've, Marty's got to do something. I know we're, we're lacking in quality at the present. I know that could be down to FFP. So, um, just hope that we can get, you know, three or four players in in the transfer window and uh, help us, help us and get us climb up, 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 you know, up the league. Um, but it's going to be, it's a mammoth, mammoth task for us. But we also say we've got you guys on on the at the weekend in the FA Cup. It's a bit of a, yep. a relief to to step away from from the league and just go out and uh, see what we can do. Obviously, I don't think Cook will be playing. Obviously, paid for you. Yeah. Um, we missed him against uh, Ipswich. We missed uh, uh, Willock and we missed uh, Ilias Chair. So, um, not sure if they're going to be fit on uh, on at the weekend. But uh, if they aren't, then I think that. Um, I think you won't have too much problem in uh, going through to the full round. But hopefully you have a problem. But, you know, the way that we're, we're playing, we, we're, we just don't seem to create anything. We just, we don't seem to create any chances whatsoever. We just don't even look like scoring against Ipswich. You know, we just didn't look like scoring. But then, you know, we had, there was a couple of uh, penalty decisions that went against us. Um, I think there was an absolutely nailed on penalty for handball. Yeah, absolutely. Now done straight in front of the referees, not give it. Okay, you you go with that, and then obviously just before that, I think we could have had a penalty as well for a, a shove on um on on one of our players. So, but listen, that that's football. But uh, hopefully, it will be be an entertaining game at the weekend, and we'll, we'll see what uh, if we can if we can get a replay out of it. You never know. Or if we can get we can get a win, that'd be great. Uh, but we don't seem to do well in in, in cup competitions of, of late. And I guess it's probably low on the priority list concerning, you know, considering what you're having to go through at the moment at QPR um, and the difficulties. Yeah, I think, as I said, you know, we're governed by the FFP. Um, and, you know, since Marty's come in from Gareth Ainsworth, I think he's done a terrific job. But, uh, you know, I think Gareth, you know, bless him, tried to do his best. You know, he's, he, you know, he worked. He's QPR through and through, and it just didn't work out for him. And perhaps we should have perhaps dispensed of his services um, early earlier than we did. Uh, we just see just seen today that uh, you know after eighty three days, Birmingham City have sacked Rain Rooney. So, um, but listen, it's it, we just we 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 just got to improve the the quality of of our squad, and and until we do that, then you know it's gonna it's, it's an uphill battle for for, for us. And I think Marty knows that. It all depends on what we can do on on loan moves to get players into the quality, especially up front. We need quality up front and we just haven't got that at the moment. I've got a little bit of a soft spot for QPR. You know, it's one of my favourite away days. It's a great football club. It's great. It's a great football club. I mean, I remember, obviously... I mean, I go back many, many years when my uncle used to live in Loftus Road, and that, funny enough, he now lives in Bournemouth, so he retired down in, in Bournemouth. But uh, but I used to come out of his house at five to three, straight into the loft, and and, and watch 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 QPR. I've got many, many, many great memories of of watching watch, watching the Yards go. Went Wembley twice with them against in the FA Cup against Tottenham, where we lost after a replay. Oxford, Oxford United in the in the old F, in the League Cup where we got we got spanked there as well. So, 
but no, it's just um, it's many good nights down at Loftus Road. But uh, obviously, living in living in Spain now and watching from afar, I can't get there as much as I'd like to. So, um, but no, listen, I just hope that we can, if we can survive this year, yeah. um, and stay up in the championship, and then I think we can go from strength to strength. But you know, we only just survived last season with the same, basically the same sort of squad, really. Um, so, but we've, we've got to, you know, the, the board and, and everybody got to back Marty and, um, and see where we see where we end up at, at the end of the season. If we, if we go down, we go down and then we've got to start again with Marty, leave him. It's no, can't keep sacking managers because we're not getting, it, it's, it, it's the manager can only do what he can do with the squad he's got. And at the moment, the squad is just not good enough for, for, for the championship. I want to take it back actually to last season, Mark, because when you, you know, at the start of last season, you was being managed by Michael Peel. And yeah, to be honest, he's doing very well. Yeah, did a very, very good, good job. Good job. Then he, then he left us to go to Rangers. He got sacked there. Now he's at Sunderland. I think we've got to play Sunderland. <laughs> I hope, hope he's going to you know, give it have a soft spot for us and let us get three points when we play him. <laughs> <laughs> but he got you to the top of the league and you yeah, were looking well. really, really good with effectively what you're saying is the same squad as what you've got at the moment. Yeah, listen, look, I think, you know, we, you know, we talk about refereeing later and we talk about, you know, standards and good, good coaches turn average players into good players and good players into excellent players. So yeah. I think it's, you know, the, 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 the coach, the head coach or the manager, whatever we want to call him these days, they have a big part to play and it's how they, how they, you know, uh, do with their training sessions and they motivate their players and 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 it's down it is down to coaches and and, and managers how what what they can get out of, out of their players. Um, I mean, Marty coming done and you know got us some good results, but it seems to have gone a little bit sour at the moment. So we, we've got to you know give them a kick up the backside and, and and get them playing. But I mean, I watched us against Cardiff yesterday, and you know it was just it was just like watching paint dry with us because we just we just didn't create anything anything. And and then we give away two sloppy goals. I think had Cook been in there, I don't think perhaps they wouldn't. Have, they definitely wouldn't have got the, uh, the the first one and possibly the second one because they come from set pieces. They come from corners. And ha I mean, had Cook been in there, I think it'd have been more dominant and and got his head to him and, and and cleared it. But at, at the same time, you know, we, we keep clean sheets, but we're not we're not creating anything at the other end. And you've got to create chances and score goals to win games. And we just ain't doing that. And for me, that comes down to. The, the, the manager, the head coach, or whatever you want to call them, and how they motivate and how they engage with, with, with the squad. I know it might sound a little bit stupid to say this because considering QPR's position at the moment, but um, focusing on Steve Cook there um, and looking at the figures after Michael Beal left the club, of course, you had Neil Critchley before yeah. Gareth come in. And it all just seemed to go downhill from that point. Yeah, I think Gareth was perhaps a panic um, appointment, um, to be fair. You know, obviously, QPR, blue blood, QPR, you know, he's through and through QPR. And it just didn't, it was a shame. It just didn't work out for him. And as I said before, I think we just, we persevered with him for a little bit too long. Um, so, and then we should have, you know, should have brought in somebody else to sort of put us on another, you know, another, another footing and um, get what, get, 
get better quality out of the players we've got. But obviously, it's not it's not working, um, and we need to we need to look at our our finances, and we definitely need to get you know as I said, I think most possibly four or five new players in with with quality loans. You know, go around the Premier League and the guys that are not playing or the guys not getting games. You know, see if we can get a couple of loans, especially strikers. You know, absolutely, definitely need. Need two, 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 two strikers. Definitely quality strikers up front. Do you feel that Steve Cook though has kind of made you a little bit more solid at the yeah. defence when he's playing? When he's playing, he's made you a little bit more solid there. And what about Asmir Bekovic? Yeah, listen, look. Um, I mean, Asmir's been been superb. I know it was his fault for the goal yesterday. The second goal, he's come out in no man's land. If he stays on his line, that 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 goal doesn't go in. Um, but but Steve has been. He's been rock solid when he's played. I mean, I watched him against Ipswich, and he was he was he was superb. He was fantastic. You know, commanding, speaking, holding the defence together, and that and that's that's what you need. And something that's like Van Dyke does for Liverpool. Um, you know, they're, they're they're there. They know what's going on. They know the game. They know how to get players motivated. They know when to to get involved, when not to get involved, when to make that challenge, when not to make that challenge, and. And engaging with their teammates and you know geeing them up and, and, that, and that, that's what you need and as I say he was when he's played he, he was I mean he was awesome against Ipswich absolutely superb and then obviously we definitely missed him against Cardiff and then we missed Willock and um, and, and and Chair as well uh, but you take those two you take those three out of the team and you know we, we are we are struggling and I'm not sure they'll be playing on on Saturday so hopefully they are but. Possibly not. You know, who knows? <laughs> there could be a couple of clubs that have come in for 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 Willock and, and Chair. Who, who knows? You know, it's, it's all quiet on that on that front. But you know, we need to keep our best players. Yes, they say, "Oh, we've got to sell players to bring in money so we can bring in other players." But why sell you? You know, you get sell your two two best players when you're in 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 such dire straits and where we are in, in the league. With regards to the FFP situation at QPR. Um, there's been a lot documented in the past about you know how maybe overspent. Under... Yeah, I think I think you can go back to when I think Mark Hughes and Harry Redknapp were there, weren't they? You know, I think it yeah. goes all the way back then. That's that, and that's where we that's where we struggled. Um, but listen, to to be fair, I mean the, the club have, have have done remarkably well to 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 say where they are. Um, but it's now it's now catching up with us because. <laughs> It's now, it's now, it's now catching up with us. So, uh, sorry, that was the uh, bit of uh, interference there. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, Mark. <laughs> Yellow card for them too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So listen, you know, we have done remarkably well to stay in the championship after, you know, after getting relegated. Um, and as I say, it goes back, you know, years really, uh, years, years in the making. So um, listen. Just got to hope that um, we we, you know, we we can get some investment from somewhere and 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 help us. This is exactly what we need. With regards to FFP, does it look like you know if the spending is curbed this year and there's sales and not of the best players, but of the players who might be able to command a fee, be able to bring a little bit of funds in. How long does this look like it's going to continue for if you stay in the championship this year? Well, hope, hopefully, you know, hopefully, if we stay in the championship, um, 
hopefully we could hopefully end, you know end the season perhaps we can see, you know see get people in with investment and yeah. and and sign the players that, that we need because i think if we if we do if we do get relegated players ain't going to come and want to play in league 1 are they you know, Premier League, the Premier League players that are on the fringe of of of, of first team, and and, and obviously, uh, Championship decent, good Championship players ain't going to want to come and play in League One. And if if you are going to entice them, then you've got to up the wages for them to come and and join your football club. And then you you it's like a merry-go-round, isn't it? So, yeah. but listen, we just have to wait and see, and uh, hopefully we can yeah, we can. Climb that table and and just get a few players in. We ha- we've got to get a few players in. They, I think they know that. I think the manager knows that. I think the club know that. It's 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 the it's the finance resources. That's the problem we've got. Well, fingers crossed, you'll get out of the relegation zone. And like I say, I want you to, you know, <laughs> pray. <laughs> yeah, pray. And, you yours. Know, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully, step by step, getting back to where you belong, which, let's be honest, is towards the top of the championship in the Premier yeah. League. You've been there. Yeah. Know, one of the founding members as well. Even my daughter's singing the song, you know, <laughs> about QPR <laughs> yesterday <laughs> when we got when we got beat. Well, I said, you can't, you can't shout because you're a, she's a Man United fan. So <laughs> I was just about to say <laughs> no, that, actually, from the posters don't. last time round. Yeah, don't, don't. Uh, she's a United fan. I've tried to get her to be a QBR fan, but she, she just won't have it. She won't, she should follow her dad's team. She should follow me. But yeah, obviously, exactly. she's living in, I mean, living in, born, born and bred in Bolton. She's, you know, it's only down the road from us, well, from Bolton. So she's. She's a red, so I've tried to change her, but she won't listen to me. You know, they don't, do they? Kids don't listen to their parents, do they? Hey? No, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I got that feeling myself, you know, with my two. So, yeah, I'm sure that, well, I'll hopefully convert them into boys. Well, yeah, anyway, yeah, at the weekend, it's just it's a, it's a great game of football and we're talking about football. Yeah. We're, you know, made the best team win and so mm-hmm. we're not talking about decisions by, by, by the referee. But one thing, there won't be no VAR. Exactly. And that actually nicely brings me on to my next point, because I think it'd be rude not to speak about VAR when you're on here. Um, (laughs) And there's a couple of topics actually I wanted to cover. So there's some statistics I've had a little look at as well. And these are actually on the ESPN website. Um, And it's showing, you know, the amount of decisions that have been overturned now one of those is penalties awarded it says 26 eight of those were missed by the referees which over the course of a season you know is very very small well yeah listen that's their stats that's the pgml stats isn't it so yeah yeah, listen i I beg to differ at that there's been a lot more that have been missed and where not be i've not got involved so listen I have to say, I think, you know, talking about VAR, I think, is, you know, we have a massive problem with VAR at the moment. It's so inconsistent, um, you know, when about when they get involved and when they don't get involved. And for me, um, that's that's the big problem. They don't know when to get involved. And they don't know when not to get involved. And that comes down to the training, the education. Um, if we look at, um, if we look at the same with challenges, serious yeah. foul play challenges, it's all over the place. Handball is is a mess. It's a mess. It shouldn't be because the law is simple. Was it a deliberate act? Was it a deliberate yep. act? Was 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 the the, the 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 defender's arm in a natural or unnatural position? Did he deliberately make himself bigger? Now, 
I, I don't, I, I honestly believe that the, the, the guys don't know what natural and what unnatural is in certain phases of play. That's a problem we've got. Um, it's not the law. For me, it's not the law. It's understanding the law. It's understanding uh, phases of play where your arms are in a natural position or whether they're not in a natural position. And it comes down to the leadership and direction from, from the PGR management, um, the guys that are coaching the referees. And I'm sorry, I, I think at the moment, um, you know, fans are just as important as anybody else in football. And I think everybody is confused. We're seeing, I think we're seeing a record number of yellow cards issued. And I think that's because players are losing respect not losing respect for the referee, but they're not. It's it, it's it come uh, it comes with axing your decision making. And I think they're not happy with with VAR. They're not happy with certain things that go on the field of play. And I think it's it's a must that referees must engage with the players. You've got to engage with the players. You've got to have that chat. You can't come across as though you're arrogant and you show that arrogance. We've got to show empathy for the game. And at the moment, I just don't think we're showing. Yes. We've got some natural referees. We've got some great, excellent referees. But I think it's the training, education, the leadership, and direction. I mean, if you look at if we had if we had twenty two Michael Olivers, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be complaining, would we? Because I think obviously Michael is is, is by far our best referee, by far our best referee. Yeah. And yeah, listen, but we we all make mistakes. Michael makes mistakes, but he doesn't make as many as the others and as the other referees and if you look since the season started week after week after week after week after week we're seeing controversy mm-hmm. and that's down to the implementation of VAR not knowing when to get involved and when not to get involved and their their application of of deliberate handball and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See, the other thing as well with VAR for me is, and last time I was on here, Mark, I was moaning about decisions that went against Bournemouth. I'm going to play devil's advocate here and mention... If anyone's got if anyone's got a complaint, it's Gary O'Neill, isn't it? <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. you know. Yeah, the I, think, I, think, I think I think the penalty you got to get was it? No, was it? No, it was Luton. It was Luton, was it? They got that handball. Was it Luton when? Uh, yeah, it was against Luton, not you. Yeah. The hand, when they they come and drew at your place, one or was it? When when you got they they were. I think no, I think the handball was at Luton, wasn't it? When they played Luton, that that handball they got uh, Luton for for an equaliser. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sorry, I thought it was against you. Yeah. It's not. No. Go on, so you were saying? So, um, you know, I was looking at, you know, two situations. The first one was Burnley 
Um, and of course, we was two one up, and Jay Rodriguez scores that goal. Now, firstly, that was a, a decision which you know could have cost Andoni Iriola his job, which you know, thank God it didn't because he's got on a fantastic run. It's done well, but they took seven minutes over that decision, and surely seven Leo, minutes. Seven, seven minutes. Seven that's, minutes. That's, that's, that's another problem. See, I, I, yeah. I, I, I really since VAR's come in into fruition, I think it's it's not been changed. So I think that the 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 IFAB protocol on VAR needs a total revamp. Total yeah. revamp. It's got to be. You know, in the Premier League, we've got to bring in automated offsides. Got to. I know the clubs voted against it, but that will speed the game up as well. And I, I think when we're looking, I think when we're looking at decisions or you're looking at incidents or you're looking at offside listen automated offsides that clear up everything straight away subjective decisions if you're taking more and th- more than one or two looks at it then it's not a penalty because we're at the, at the, at the moment we're being too forensic we are too yeah. forensic and if you're looking at an incident one two three four five six seven times then how's that how's that a clear and obvious error it can't be so if you're looking at it that long you'll find whatever you want to find in that incident. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I'm, you know, listening to Howard Webb on, on, on Mike, on all on Mike up on these, these, these shows, he's listening. He's got a, he's got an, um, he's got a very, very tough job of being controlled with referees, but it, it feels to me that the VAR is leading the referee. So he's yeah. already telling the referee that what he thinks and what's happened. So that's in his mind straight away. When referees go to that, that monitor, They've got to be mentally tough, mentally strong. So if they don't agree with that decision, stick with your original decision. Yeah. Stick with it. Right or wrong, you'll get far more respect from everybody in football if you stuck with your original decision. Because you can hear them. The, re- the VAR in his ear is lead- when we hear the hear, hear the the chat going on, VR is leading the referee. So he's already made his mind up before he's he's got to the screen. So effectively. The VAR is re-refereeing that game. We need to hear the conversations in full between VAR and referee. As I said, the fans are just as important. So we we need to hear, if the, the, the broadcasters can hear it or hear the conversation between VAR and the referee, but they don't hear the referee to, to VAR, then the fans should be hearing that. Yeah. So as I say, they're just as important as anybody else. So in the stadium... They see VAR check going on. They should be able to hear what's going on. Yeah, and obviously we can't. That can't happen unless uh, the IFAB agree it. So uh, I completely agree, and it happens in rugby. You know where yeah. people can actually yeah. hear what is going on. Um, so it would make sense in football if there's a big decision. But the other one, which is a bit of a strange one, is against our, in our game against Nottingham Forest. Of course, Nottingham Forest were reduced down to 10 men after Bowley was sent off. Now, personally, you know, if this was a Bournemouth player who was sent off for this, I'd be fuming. But because uh, yeah. it was a second yellow card, VAR couldn't intervene. Whereas if it was a straight red, that without doubt would have been chalked off. I, 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 I think on those, that's, that's why I said VAR needs a total revamp. Yeah. It needs a revamp. We need to look at when you, I mean, when you not listen, they can they can look at yellow cards if it's mistaken identity, yeah. but they obviously they can't look at yellow cards and cross ball fences 
because um, of the protocol. But I think on that situation, when it's a second yellow card leading to a, a, a red card, yeah. then I think they should be able to look at it. And as we said, it was it was your player. Was it who was it? Was it Smith? Was it who was who was the player? Smith, it was Smith yeah. who was tackled by Bailey. But yeah, Bailey well, won the, the other way around. It was, I, I when I when I when I got the message from obviously because I work on BN Sports, which is a you know football channel with Richard Keys and Andy Gray. And they they, te- they sent me the clip because I was watching the game they were showing. They sent me the clip and I thought it was Smith that was being sent off. Yeah. When I saw the clip because he trod he trod on 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 him accidentally. I mean it wasn't a it wasn't a, it, you could argue it was a yellow card to Smith, not to yeah. Bolly. And so they when they told me it was Bolly sent off, I went that you know it, it was a clear it was a clear error because it was a great challenge and it was Smith that came in late and, and, and trod on Bolly. But you know, listen, it happened so quickly, but Rob Jones, the referee, was in a great position. Mm. And referees at that level should be recognising those challenges. But going back to VAR, yes, on those situations, when it leads to a red card, VAR should be able to look at that second yellow card. Yeah. And with that situation, if it was in the protocol, they they would have definitely recommended a review, and that that would have been. And he would have looked at it, and he would have said, "Oh no, I've made an error there." And he would have he would have wiped out the the the, the second yellow card. Um, but obviously, you can't. And then Bolly ended up missing missing that game. But going on from that. You know the FA should there should be there should be a ruling. You know where in, in other leagues in, in in Spain in the Liga you can appeal yellow cards, but in 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 England you cannot appeal yellow cards. Now that's that's a prime example where the, you know the FA just says oh, second yellow card. Don't even they just write that's it. He's banned. But in you know with a disciplinary department, they should be looking at that. The club should be be on at the FA to put it into their into their rules to say listen. Second, you know, we we could we can't we should be able to appeal yellow cards if if it's a wrongful yellow card, if, yeah. it, if it's wrongful like that one was, and to say until the FA change their rules on that, you you, you cannot you cannot appeal on, on yellow cards, but you should be able to, especially in situations like that. The FA should look at that. The FA should look at that and say, sorry, Rob Jones has made a, a clear and obvious error there. That was never a second yellow card, and say right, no no suspension. No suspension because, you know, he missed he missed most of that game. He missed most of that game because he was sent off for a second yellow card. Exactly, and I think that really, you know, and again, playing devil's advocate, you know, I was quite happy that we got the win. At the same time, you know, it's not fair on Nottingham Forest really no. that they had to play that length of time with only ten men through something that fully well, through, well, through an error. Yeah. Through an error by the referee, he's you know he, his interpretation of that challenge wasn't correct. The whole rules really do need a bit of a change, really, don't they? Well, the rules obviously you've got the laws of the game and the FA rules, mm. so that would be the FA rules need to look at that yeah. and, and and change change that you can you should be able to challenge a yellow card in, in, in if it's a if it's a wrongful dismissal, which this was clearly a wrongful dismissal for a second yellow card. Well. There has been quite a lot as well being made about two uh, referees who have joined the Premier League. And to be honest, I don't really like how much has been made about this because um, we've got our first female referee in Rebecca Welsh. And And by the way, she's referee in our game on Saturday. Is she? Excellent. Do you know what? I never even checked that. I never even checked that. She's the referee for Saturday's game. Good stuff. Good stuff. 
And then we've also got, for the first time in 15 years, our first black referee in Sam Allison. I don't like, you know, the way they've paste, painted this because at the end of the day, those referees have got to that position in the Premier League by being good at what they've done. Yeah, and absolutely. What... It's, a long, it's, a long, it's, a long, it's a long way, you know, it's, it's a long path to get there. And listen, I... Like I'm, I'm with you. You're, you're, you're correct. What you're saying, they, they, they're referees. Whether yeah. you know, whatever they are, you know, they're they're, ref, they're referees, and and obviously they've come through the uh, elite refereeing program. Um, so I'm sure there's other referees out there as well that deserve a chance. So they so they they do it. You know, they, they give chances to because we we it does need refreshing. You know, we do need to get referees through. Quicker, good natural ability referees through quicker, and obviously they've come through. They've done well. They they deserve their chance. Um, and let's, let's see how they let's see how they do this weekend. Let's see how Rebecca does at uh, at QPR. Yep, definitely, definitely. Um, because that, that is a massive, it's a massive step up, as, as you know. It's a massive step from from refereeing in the football league and and and, and jumping in, in into the Premier League. There's no there's no hiding place in the in the Premier League, as as we've seen. As we've seen recently, as as recently as, as last night at, at Anfield and uh, Newcastle. One thing I'd like to throw in your direction, though, because, of course, with VAR and decisions being overturned, referees seem a little bit more nervous to make decisions. Um, of course, there is those errors and they get pinpointed out and there is no hiding spot. Um, but there is also that reliance on VAR. Every decision is under the spotlight now. Yeah. In your day, Mark, you know, you had referees like yourself, um, Graham Pohl, Paul Durkin, using yeah. Mariah Rennie. All, all excellent had... referees, all excellent exactly. referees. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get the errors that we're getting now. Um, I, think, I think the problem we've got is that the referees now are not, are not making a decision. Um, I think they, they, they're good. they are relying too much on, on VAR. I think they've got to forget about VAR, forget it's there, just go out and referee what's in front of you and make the decision. If it, if it's a clear and obvious error, then VAR will then get involved. And we've seen that. We've seen that last night. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of arguments, you know, with Jota, the way he's gone down. But yeah. when you look at it, there, there was contact. There was contact from the, the Newcastle goalkeeper. Although it minimal, not enough to make him go down. So, you know, Andy Taylor's made his unions. Give the penalty, rightly or wrongly. That's what you want to see. That's yeah. what you want to see. VAR won't get involved, and that's where we need to look at the the, the, the protocol again. VAR won't get involved because there was that initial contact. As I said, albeit minimal and not enough to make Jota go down in the manner that he did, VAR will not get involved in that. But because, you know, when VAR wasn't around, you had to make those final calls. You know, you would get them either, you know, 90%, 99% yeah. of the time, Mark, you'd get them right. Yeah, you know, absolutely. The odd 1%. But yeah. there was, you was able to manage it, you know, with the rule book in mind, you know, rather than having to rely on a bit of technology. And I think... Even, you know, from what I've seen of championship football, some of the championship referees are better than those in the Premier League at the moment. Yeah, listen, listen, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree because they're allowed to just to go out and referee. They ain't got they they they, they make the decisions there there and then, you know. So mm. they either give it or they don't. And and that's what and that's what you want. 
it, it, when when we're looking at big decisions or we're looking at penalty um, penalties, when I was refereeing, it 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 it, it comes to you straight away. You, you looked at it and you you thought you look you've replayed it back in your mind. Yes, that's a penalty. And normally you'd say bang penalty, or you go well that's violent conduct or serious foul play. Um, but at the moment, you, you do seem to get that little bit of um, indecision, indecision. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's, I mean, listen, when I referee, there's a couple of times I'd love to have had VAR um, you know, to, to get me out of the mire. Um, but listen, it, it, it is what it is. And I, I think if you look in the Champions League, it, it works very well because they have the semi-automated offsides um, and, and they don't really get involved on 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 minimal contact, things like that, you know. So um, I, I still think there's a lot of work to be done Within within the Premier League and with 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 VAR, I, yeah. it, it comes from the leadership and direction of of the PGL management. Um, there's still a lot more work to do to to iron out these inconsistencies we're seeing week in week out. One week we'll see a holding offence given, and then the following week we'll see another holding offence that was worse than the one the week before, not given. Mm. And that and that's and that's the problem we have. That's and that's where we get all the fans, the fury from all the fans, and the, the, the you know even the managers now are coming out saying, "Well, we don't know, we don't, you, you don't know from one week to another what you're going to get." You, you just you, you just you just don't know. You know when 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 do you ever hear Roy Hodgson, who's been in football yeah. at the top level for for many 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 years, when do you hear Roy Hodgson ever come out and complain about a referee's performance? I've never, never in my time, and never in my time, I've refereed Roy's teams many, many times. I've worked with Roy over in Doha with BN Sport. Lovely, lovely man. And now, Roy's coming out. Even, you know, he was, he was an advocate of VAR, but he's not now. He's not now. You know, back, back in your day, you, you know, you was able to make that decision. And without that thought in your head, you know, is this right? Is this wrong? You know, that's yeah, you, 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 I, used, I used to think about it for a couple of minutes. I hope I've got this right. And then obviously you, you'd soon know at half-time or full-time if you got it right or wrong. <laughs> Let the old manager banging on the door. <laughs> I remember giving a penalty at Man City Villa one 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 afternoon. And uh, it was Martin O'Neill was in charge and his sidekick was, was John Robinson. And Villa winning 1-0. Just before half-time, I gave a penalty to City because the keeper come out and clattered, clattered them, clattered uh, a, a, a City player. And walking down the tunnel, I knew I knew something. I knew they were waiting for me because they hide right down the bottom of the tunnel so they don't see you. <laughs> and they give me a right volley of abuse, a massive volley of abuse. And uh, I just told them where to go, where to go, as you do. You know, can't say it on this show. And uh, I got into my dressing room, and about two minutes later, it was a knock on my door. Uh, John Robinson came in. I said, "John, I don't want you coming in. No, Mark. No, I just want to come in and apologise. We've seen it. It's a clear penalty. So apologies from myself and Martin." And so, so I went. Thanks very much, mate. No problem at all. Well done. Thanks for coming in. But they know straight away. Do you know what I mean? That's and you, you know, yeah. at full time or half time, full time. If you've made that error, or if you're going back out. I remember giving the penalty. Um, it was Man United Everton at Old, Old Trafford, and it was um, uh, Phil Neville. He was he was playing for Everton. Yes, obviously yeah. he'd gone, and I'd, and I'd awarded <laughs> a penalty to Man United in the first half, and he had a right go at me. Right, got me. I said, Phil, listen, I can only give it as I see it. And for me, that was a penalty. Coming out for the second half in the tunnel, he's come up to me, Mark. We've seen it. 
it was a penalty. My apologies. So listen, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Exactly. Exactly. Um, before I let you go, we do this with all our guests. And of course, it is an opposition preview show this time. Not about yours. Yeah. <laughs> How do you reckon it's going to go? Um, listen, I, I hope we can. I think we we can. You know, we we'll step up. Um, we need to step up. Uh, I think it'd be close. I, I, listen, I'd love to. I've, I've got to say a QPR win, and I can't. I can't say a yeah. Bournemouth win. So <laughs> I've got to say a QPR win. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it's going to be. Uh, do you know what? I think it might be a tough match. Um, well, I, 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 I would imagine. I would imagine you would rest some of your players. So I imagine you're putting some of your 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 fringe squad. I think some of them will come in and play. Yeah. I, I don't think you'll play your full team. And, and listen, I wouldn't blame the manager for not doing that because you today it's all about staying in the Premier League, and that's I'm afraid that's what it's all about. And you know, with with your with your fans, you've got this small fan base. You've got, I think, Bournemouth have done a tremendous job. It's, it's for me. I love to see people like yourselves doing well and climbing that table because what you've got down there, you've got what twelve thousand maximum stadium. Yeah. You, you know, you, you 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 can't pay the big money that that some of these these other clubs are playing, uh, paying their players, and uh, it, it it really is for me. That's what the Premier League is all about. Teams like Bournemouth and holding their own and doing well and, and long may it continue. But yeah. I hope you get beat on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I think what we'll probably do is we will probably change it. But I think we've got, you know, for the first time in ages, you know, a really, really, really strong second string of players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need, um, you, you need that squad of players. You need that squad for the Premier League. Yeah, so... I would hope, you know, we might get a little bit of a cup run. Um, yeah. But like you say, the Premier League is priority for That's us. Um, so I'm going to go. I'm not going to bet against my own team, Mark. You probably expect that. Um, I'm going to go for a 2-1 win. Well, I yeah, gonna I was going to go 2-1 for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you make if you make lots of changes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fingers crossed you do. <laughs> well, Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. And all the very, very best for whatever you put your hand to next. Of course, she was on Talk TV um, the other day as well with Keith Hackett. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm a regular. Good. We're regular weekly on there, so every yes. week. So, but yeah. um, no doubt uh, you'll be sending me a, 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 a Twitter message uh, on, on Saturday afternoon when the game finishes, because I'll be certainly sending you one if we win, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yours. I look forward to it, Mark. I look forward to yeah. it. But, you know, all the very, very best. And hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, everything does look up for QPR. You get yourself out of the relegation zone in the championship. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. Start building we, towards... We, yeah, we certainly got the we certainly got the right manager, I believe, to to to, to sort that out. It's just that it's got to be backed by the board. So, yeah, fair enough. Well, thank okay. you so much, Mark, and all the best. Probably see you later on in the season. Yeah, take care now. All the best. Cheers, and thank you. Bye bye. And thank you, everybody, for joining us on this show. Please remember to hit the like, the subscribe, the bell button below to be alerted to any new videos we do here on Up the Cherries and All Departments. Please do also check out all of our recent interviews. QPR fans, we have had an interview with Steve Cook on this very channel. So please do go check that out as well if you want to find out a little bit more of his career prior to QPR and, of course, Nottingham Forest as well. Do also check out all of our other content on here as well. There's 
lots of times when I've been speaking about VAR with Mark. Um, so do go check that out. Um, and also we had a full length interview with Mark as well. So all those links will be in the interview section on this YouTube page. But until the next video, up the cherries, have a very happy new year and we'll see you in the next one. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.